Ladies and gentlemen, get those dollars ready. Coming up next to the stage on the Other Ground Podcast, it's your host, Passive J and Ryan. Good afternoon. It is yet another edition of the Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. That's Ryan over there. Say hello, Ryan. It is Cinco de Mayo, which is Mexican for 5th of the Mayo, which I believe is a tequila out of Guadalajara. How are you doing, Jay? I am doing fan-fucking-tastic, and I'm not even faking it today. I'm having a great day. How about you, sir? Uh, it's been a day. Uh, yeah. I'm ready for a nap and a White Claw, so at least I can do one of those right now. That's right. Ooh, okay, it is officially a party now. I see the OG Army is... Uh, signing up in the chat box. Uh, glad to see you guys there. Uh, it's going to be a great show. I have actual topics. Uh, we're going to be talking about things and stuff and possibly other things. <laughs> did you have everything you want to uh, start off with, Ryan, before we uh, move along with the show? Well, did you see as a result of the uh, the neckbeard protests in, uh, in Detroit there, or in Michigan, I guess, that mm -hmm. they are looking into possibly no longer allowing firearms in the Capitol? Um. And I'm all for like the second amendment, but I am amazed that that's not a law already. I, you know, you would think that the people that make the laws wouldn't want guns in the place that they're making the laws. Yeah. I, I'm kind of baffled as to why that wasn't a thing either, but uh, wonder, yeah, apparently they're looking into that. I wonder if that's just Michigan. I wonder if, uh, or I assume it's pretty much everywhere where they're allowed in. I can't imagine Michigan's like really liberal, liberal about their gun laws or anything like that. That's something I'll definitely have to look up. Uh, but so yeah, I, from what I, I saw, it just it wasn't something that's specifically stated. So if something's not like specifically spelled out, you always err on the side of okay, let them do it. So they're, uh, I think, looking into closing that. Okay. Well, like I said, I'm all for gun rights, but I don't have a problem with that law. I don't really see any need to bring weapons into the Capitol building. I mean, uh, can you think of a good reason? I can't. No, it's a ridiculous thing. So, yeah, I'm all for them finding out how to uh, to fix that. Yeah, indeed. All right. Well, I have topics, and I'd like to get started on my favorite one probably for the night. Is there anybody dumb enough to fight Mike Tyson in a charity event? Have you seen the recent footage of Mike, Ryan? Oh, I think everyone has. I think everyone has. Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. I'm not sure you're going to find anybody that will fight him for, for pay, much less for free. For a, uh, Oh, for those who don't know, uh, Mike Tyson got himself back into shape. Uh, he probably wasn't in that bad of shape to start off with and wants to do charity exhibition fighting, uh, which is great for him. But as I mentioned, I don't think he's going to find anybody that wants to fight him for free because he looks fucking gnarly and scary. Uh, he looks like he could do well in professional boxing right now. Well, if you looked at him, like it's so ingrained in that dude that like that stuff's just never going to go away. Like there was that video that came out last year where he was just showing somebody a little bit of movement and he looks like a fucking animal. And it's kind of ridiculous when you take a guy like in that video, the guy holding pads for him is Rafael Cordero. Like he holds pads for some badass people. And he said the first time he saw that right hook coming. He's like, I saw my life flash before my eyes. Yeah, I saw that for, for half a second there. I thought it might have winged him, but obviously not because he's still alive. But yeah, he did the uh, Tyson did a couple hooks to the body and then that right hook to the face that like missed uh, uh, that guy's face by a couple of inches. And he just turned around and walked it off like he just had a near death experience. Well, yeah, I don't want to get hit by that, dude. Oh, fuck no. That, that God, that'd be a nightmare. I mean, not even in the in the stomach. Obviously, uh, he punches you in the face. You're going to need reconstructive surgery. But like those body blows he was throwing to the liver. Holy fuck. And just the sound it made when it hit him. Yeah, yeah, he's a scary dude. And I'm willing to bet he does not find anybody that will fight him in a charity event. Maybe another ex-boxer who's still in good shape. That'd be about the only person I could possibly think of. Anyone else who does it's fucking dumb. Because you don't, no one wants to get brain damage for free. <laughs> you know? somebody will do it there'll be a payoff for it someone will step in there tyson won't go like completely crazy tyson well mm -hmm. i won't say that for sure maybe tyson goes crazy tyson and absolutely destroys someone but yeah you know like, you i think it'll be, be really, all, all good fun 
you really want to take that chance? I mean, you, you really want to get him in there, the bell rings, and like, he flashes back to like his real fighting days and just goes to town on you? I'm not taking that chance. I wouldn't take that chance for money, much less for free. I say put him in there with the other old dude that looks good. Put him in there with uh, Shannon Briggs. Oh, God. <laughs> That's not a bad idea, actually. Although that'd be a weird kind of fight. What, two 50-year-olds that still can hang? Yeah, yeah. I just uh, I, I, That hadn't been someone I considered. He's still fighting? I mean, I know he had been for a while, but goddamn, dude. Um, I don't remember when his last fight was, but like, if you keep up with the guy, he he's definitely in shape. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy uh, how um, much better shape older people are than like 20 or 30 years ago. I mean, like, look at him. Look at The Rock. The Rock's almost 50. Uh, 30 years ago, 50-year-olds just did not look like that, period. Uh, well, and, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the advancement in health science. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so he, Briggs fought as recently as 2016. So yeah, about four years ago, so he's he, yeah, his skills should not have deteriorated all that much. Uh, but yeah, so that be that might be a possibility. But still, I, I bet you it's gonna be a hard sell. It's gonna be a really hard sell to try to uh, find somebody to fight him. Well, somebody has to do it just for our entertainment. Oh yeah, yeah, no kidding. I, not that I'm not rooting for him to find somebody. I just don't uh, like the odds, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's see what else we got today. Uh, apparently, the murder hornets are here. That's a lovely thing. I'm sure, I'm sure you've seen that since it's been all over the news for the past couple of days. Yeah, and apparently they've hit both coasts at this point. At the same time. Isn't that a little suspect? I mean, I could see them uh, popping up in one spot, but all of a sudden, uh, before, never, we'd never had them before. Then all of a sudden, we have them in several different spots at once. Um, it's suspicious on the, uh, on the surface, although I assume it's just a case of uh, now that people know to look for them, they're going to start finding them. Well, obviously, they were planted by the government to keep <laughs> us in our homes as opposed to congregating outside. It's working. <laughs> Those things are scary. Although I did see somebody, uh, a post, uh, probably in the OG, since it was funny. Uh, someone said, oh, my God, so those things are here now? You know, uh, and someone posted, well, you know, they can fly, so they pretty much go wherever the fuck they want. <laughs> it's okay. Just carry a flamethrower with you. You're good. Yeah, I mean, they got they have a, a sting that will pierce a beekeeper suit. Uh, their favorite activity is killing bee, uh, honeybees by chopping their heads off. They can kill 12 to 13 of them in a minute, um, So, which is basically every two or three seconds they're chopping a head off. Um, and I had to laugh. Uh, there's people on my Facebook that are anti-anything government. So if the government says there's a problem with the murder hornets, they immediately say, no, there isn't. And one of the things that they used to prove that the murder hornets are not a big deal was the fact that in Japan, uh, the honeybees had learned to defend themselves by uh, all gathering around in a, a big ball around the uh, hornet and vibrating their wings really fast to raise up the temperature. Because apparently the hornets uh, have a lot uh, lower uh, heat sensitivity than bees do. And they actually fry the hornet and kill it. <clears throat> He's like, oh, so we'll, we'll be just fine. I'm like, what? Do you think like the Japanese bees are going to send the American bees a fucking email or something? Dude, that's a that's a survival technique that uh, took decades and generations and generations of bees to develop. Uh, the American bees don't know about that shit. They're all going to get killed. I, I just the, the fact that he thought that was what's going to happen just amazed me. I go, yeah, eventually if they don't all die first, but fucking that's it's not and it's not an instinctual behavior. There's something that the bees figured out over in Japan. Well, I mean, if if the murder hornets made it over here, some of the Japanese bees obviously have also made it over here. There's probably still there probably is something within that DNA at this point that has that trait there. Well, yeah, but the thing is, uh, uh, beekeepers don't use Japanese honeybees. So if you know they use American ones, uh, so if the, there were any Japanese bees in there, there'd be very few, and they would not. Uh, propagate so to speak uh they don't i don't think you're going to get like crossbreeds uh half american half japanese bees it's just they're just american honey hives uh i could be wrong i mean i haven't done i've done zero research on this but i, I think that him assuming yeah, you're, that, you're speaking very confidently for knowing absolutely nothing about this well that is my mo as we know um so i would suspect that it's a bigger deal than this guy's making it out to be but that's just my opinion uh but they are fucking scary and they're big they're like the size of your fucking thumb I mean, can you imagine just seeing one of those flying by? I'd be, my day would be over. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm going inside. I'm not coming back out today. <laughs> yeah, they are what they are. 
they're mm. not going to they're generally not going to bother you as a human unless you piss them off right exactly they said unless you piss them off uh unless they're defending uh their area or unless they're defending the hive that they're currently fucking up so which is a problem for the beekeepers because if a beekeeper goes to try to save the hive that the bee that the uh murder wasp are fucking up the murder wasp will attack them so just double up on the beekeeper suit so you can't be <laughs> penetrated by their sting yeah and, and, and then lure ask- them off and then kill them with fire yeah. <laughs> Someone made a post uh, showing uh, one of those uh, crazy revolvers that shoots shotgun shells. And they're, and they're like, why would you need a revolver that shoots shotgun shells? And then the next thing was a picture of the murder bee. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, it is what it is. Yes, it is. Moving on to our next topic. Uh, by the way, you guys are feel free to call in. Uh, you know, our topics don't last nearly as long when it's just me and Ryan hashing it out. So it's always nice to have someone give us a call. Uh, let's see. Next on the topic, Wendy's is out of beef in 20% of their restaurants right now. Did you hear about that? No. Do they actually sell real beef or are they like out of faux beef? Whatever their beef like substance, substance, some, ah, whatever their beef is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming it's real beef. You can't really get away of selling like, uh, fake beef and their ads, ads do say 100% real beef. Uh, but yeah, it, they're, they don't have any. So it's it kind of regardless of what kind it is. Uh, and 20% is a pretty big number. That means one out of five. So yeah, no math. Um, do that many people actually go to Wendy's? Like really? Yeah. Um, yeah, I would assume so. I don't know where it is on the popularity chart. It's not the type of restaurant that I go to. Uh, we're not a big Wendy's fans when it comes to fast food. Uh, so but yeah, apparently uh, they're popular enough to be running out of uh, beef. The only thing at Wendy's Either that or they just poorly chili. planned. I don't know. I don't know. Well, like you keep on hearing stories about the uh, meat packing plants that ha- are having issues staying open, and how na- uh, President Trump issued a national order to, to force them to stay open, and this, that, and the other. So, excuse me. Once again, it's no sh- it's no actual shortage. It's a shortage in the supply chain. Um, our, our supply chains are being disrupted uh, because of this uh, COVID thing, and that's what's causing the problems. We don't have any real shortages. All the stuff's still there. You see all kinds of articles about farmers having to dump, uh, what did Idaho, Idaho said they had like a million pounds of potatoes that they couldn't sell because the restaurants weren't open. And you hear all these stories about dairy farms dumping out their dairy because they don't have anyone to sell it to. And then on the other side, you hear stories about food shortages. So obviously it's a... a supply chain problem as opposed to an actual source problem but yeah luckily with the dairy thing so I, I think it was the grocery chain kroger bought some ridiculous amount of like dairy stuff and sent it out to like food banks so yay kroger yeah that's they good. did well yeah yeah and that's and that is that's my local store i either go to myers or kroger's for my grocery shopping man <clears throat> give me a second <clears throat> i'm awfully flimmy all of a sudden i don't know why Next time, spit. Don't swallow. <laughs> I saw that one coming a mile away. <laughs> but yeah, it, it is a scary thing. Uh, it's reaching a point where the this COVID thing is having real physical effects on you know on the nation. Um, it was hard to take it seriously at first. Uh, I mean, I'm once, surprised once I, they ever. I'm surprised they ever even shut down any meatpacking plant. Like that's just a bunch of illegals anyway. <laughs> Not necessarily. I don't think Tyson. Oh no. Is, but- like that is one of the biggest industries for packing a bunch of illegals into a job. Really? Even like the, the big name ones like Tyson, you think? Absolutely. Like nothing happens to these people when they get caught with a fucking factory full of illegals. They get a slap on the wrist and a fine. Hmm. Whereas they're saving, you know, a ridiculous amount of money on wages. Like, yeah, that entire industry is propped up on illegals. Well, don't, I don't think you have to, uh, paid them at least minimum wage, I would assume. Yeah, but that's a job where you shouldn't necessarily be making minimum wage. Right, right. And then there's also the really, so like the big places, yes, they would end up paying them minimum wage. Like the smaller outfits, those are the ones that pay people under the table, but still, 
minimum wage for a job like that in conditions like that isn't something that you could find a citizen to, to man. Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, see, I don't have any experience with that. The uh, country club I work at has quite a few uh, immigrants. Uh, some of them are actually aren't even U.S. citizens. Some of them are Mexican citizens. They come up here and work for the season. And then when the season's over, they go back down to Mexico for a few months. Um but they're all, I guarantee you, they're all legal. Um, and most of them make pretty good money, comparatively speaking. I mean, it's not like we pay our Mexican people less than our other people. Yeah. So uh, that's, a, that's a weird situation uh, for me to hear of because um, it just amazes me that people, that they can get away with it. You know, uh, it's for us, it'd be a big deal. Like if, if we got busted for having illegal people working there. Yeah, but that's the thing. Think about it, right? Like if we have a problem with illegal immigration, why are they coming here? They're able to find work and it's for companies like the meatpacking industry, a lot of like farm labor, things like that. Like it's riddled with illegals because you can't find citizens that are going to work for those wages and that type of job. Mm. So that's what the, the big uh, problem with illegals is. Uh, it's not even so much so much that they're there or taking jobs from other people. It's that they're making it that the jobs pay less than they would if if they were not uh, taking them, so to speak. Right. Which is why, like, so you have these ideas to stop illegal immigration, like a fucking wall that don't work. Whereas if you actually finally took like the people employing illegals, like, and actually took that seriously at that point, you would cut immigration gigantically. Hmm. That's an interesting theory. And I mean, it sounds like it's true. Uh, so I certainly can't argue with on it because I didn't do any research. <laughs> Oh, let's see. What else do we got today? Did you see a bunch of mercenaries were caught trying to kidnap uh, Venezuela's president? No, that whole Venezuela thing. That's a shit show like all the time, isn't it? Yes, it is. But this is new. Uh, the, the Venezuela president is claiming a group of mercenaries, including two Americans, uh, were captured uh, while they were in the process of planning a, uh, a kidnap attempt on him. Uh, and obviously, I don't know how much truth there is to that. They said, like, the he thanked the a local village, uh, fishing village, captured them for him you know, or called, contacted the police or something like that. And there's, you know, pictures of them all lying on the ground with their hands behind their back and all that good shit. Uh, so I wonder, uh, and, you know, and the thing is, uh, the, the Venezuelan president immediately claimed that uh, the President Trump was responsible for it. And regardless of that's true or not. I wonder if removing uh, the Venezuelan president would even do the United States any good. So I, I wonder where he gets the idea that he, that he automatically thinks that uh, Trump did it. Because I, I find that highly unlikely. Well, we have done quite a bit of meddling down there. I, I haven't read up on it much. But yeah, that entire thing is fucked up. And we definitely are poking around down there. Well, the main reason I think that uh, they didn't have anything to do with it was the two American mercenaries that they captured had American passports. Um, you would think that if the United States was doing something sneaky, sneaky down there, they would cover their tracks a little bit better. Or we walk in with our gigantic American cocks out and say, fuck you, we're American. America. <laughs> yeah, America. Yeah, th that didn't work uh, too well for them, <laughs> in that, if that's the case. Yeah, and uh, tenor of the years uh, pointing out that they wouldn't send two retired Green Berets. Yeah, once again, it's too obvious of a connection. Uh, you know, if, if the United States was going to do it, it would be, you know, a little less obvious than that, I think. If the United so, States was going to do it, that guy would be dead by now. Let's yeah, just yeah, put it guy, out there, right? Right, exactly. It's far more likely that uh, that was set up by someone in that country. From what I understand, he's not a popular president. He's done a lot of shitty things. Someone made a point that he nationalized a lot of businesses and gave the owners little to nothing. And most of them ended up moving out of the country to get away from it, you know, like penniless and such. Uh, so there's been a lot of discontent in that country. And it wouldn't surprise me in the least bit if it was uh, someone in his own country that wanted to take him out. I also found it interesting that he assumed that they were going to try to kidnap him. Uh, I assume maybe they must have interrogated the guys uh, that were going to get him or something. But that makes even less sense if it was the United States. If the United States was going to do anything, they would kill him. Why would they kidnap him? What would be the point of that? Or he's just playing the propaganda game saying, hey, somebody tried to kidnap me, but like my security is so good. We, we got him right away. And they were U.S. people. So, fuck. Right. Yeah, yeah. See, I, yeah. Nope. Uh, that just doesn't make sense in that way. 
So, well, it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out because uh, that's just happened today, I believe. So there's going to be a lot of back and forth between the United States and Venezuela on that. Oh, let's see else. What do we got today? We are rocking through these topics. It's uh, only 20 minutes in the show. And we're already halfway through my topics. That's not good. Oh, let's see. What else we got today? Uh, did you see that some jackass tried to actually, no, some jackass did uh, push a park ranger into a, into a lake while he was trying to give them social distancing instructions? Well, at least he didn't kill him like the family dollar security guard. Yeah, I know. I, relatively speaking, it was better. But, I, you know, and I watched a video that he wasn't being a dick. He was being nice about it. He was just like, hey, I need you guys to stay a little bit farther apart. Da, 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 da. And then this curly haired fuck looks like he was in his early 20s, just walked up, pushed him, pushed him to like, then turn around and ran away. I was like, what the fuck, dude? And he's and he's a, clearly a dickhead. He's smiling in his mugshot. You know, luckily, he's getting charged with some shit. Uh, but, you know. What runs through your head that you think that uh, pushing a, basically a police officer uh, into a lake and running away is going to work out for you in any way, shape, or form? Like we talked about yesterday, it's an entire like generation of fucktards that think there just are no repercussions for anything they do. Yeah, I mean, I'm t- I mean talk about poor impulse control. I mean... There's been times where I wanted to push somebody into a lake, but you know, it's, and I didn't do it. And it certainly wasn't basically a cop because a, a park ranger uh, has, uh, if I understand correctly, a fair amount of legal authority, at least in the park. What legal authority do they have? Like, I don't, that's a good question. Can they I put just, out your fire? Oh, that's a good question. Let's find out. Legal. But no, we don't. I don't think we actually need the answer to that one. Yes, we do. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I have to know. <laughs> You're going well, a little tweaker yeah. again there, Jay. Well, here we go. National Park Service law enforcement rangers or United States Park Rangers are uniform federal law enforcement officers with broad authority to enforce federal and state laws within national service sites. So, yeah, he picked the wrong guy to push into the lake. <laughs> That's a federal agent that he just fucked with. Fair enough. I, I didn't realize they were federal agents. Even so, they're still a park ranger. Or yeah, I mean, outside of a park, outside of the park, they're normal people, but inside of the park, they're gods. It's like <laughs> you're a fucking dentist, but technically you're a doctor. Fuck you. <laughs> That's just me. I know a couple dentists. They're nice people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and there's just all kinds of crazy shit going on like that. I'm sure you saw the uh, the news article with the guy that blew his nose on. Uh, uh, an employee's uh, shirt when she told him he needed to have a face mask on. Well, it's all it, literally every place that has some sort of rule about having a face mask on. Like there is some dipshit that does something stupid like that. Yeah. And this one, uh, and, and it was like some 63 or 64 year old guy. So it wasn't a young guy. Uh, it was someone who definitely was old enough to know better. And the only thing that strikes me as weird is the lady just sat there. You know, he's, she said, I'm sorry, you need to have a, a face mask on. And he said, well, I'll just use this instead and reached, reached for her shirt, brought her shirt up and wiped his nose on it. What the fuck was she thinking? I'm sorry. If you're, if I, if I'm standing in front of you and I say, Hey, you need to put a face mask on and, and he starts to reach out toward me. That's the end of that fucking right there, dude. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying I'm not going to clock the guy or something, but I'll step back and go, Whoa, dude, nah, there's, there's not a chance in hell that he would be able to reach out grab my shirt, lift it up to his face and rub it. Come on. I mean, obviously, you know, uh, she's the victim here, but what the fuck was she thinking? I don't know if you were in that position, you, you might turtle up too there, Jay. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Especially not to some little 63 year old dude. Like if like a 400 pound, six foot five NFL uh, linebacker walked in and says, I'm going to rub my nose in your, with uh, your uh, shirt. I'd be like, go right ahead, sir. <laughs> You know, but, uh, you know, but like I said, I don't, don't, don't know. I like you, you're right. She must've just froze up and not really understood what was happening. Uh, but I don't think I, in my position, that would have been the, the case. <laughs> well, you go out and you try, you go ahead and walk around Detroit and tell people they need to wear a mask and, and report back. <laughs> did you see, oh, speaking of the guy that got shot in the back of the head, did you see a picture of that dude? 
No, I did not. That was a big dude. Uh, I'm, you know, he definitely was a security guard. He, that that Dollar General was probably really fucking secure, dude. He, I don't know how like his height on him, but I saw a picture of him, and he was he was a big beefy dude. You know, definitely, you definitely needed a gun to to take that guy down. Uh, but or uh, you could just wear a fucking mask. Yeah, yeah, or just wear a fucking mask. And that, going back to the story we were talking about yesterday, it still boggles my mind. They left and not and came back. Why didn't you just grab a mask? Oh, they disrespected my mom. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, now you're all in jail for the rest of your lives because your mom felt disrespected. Did they ever uh, catch the uh, the other two? Uh, no, not yet. But they, they know who they are. So but the, so they still have the mom in custody and they're searching for the other two as of today. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, shit. Today we went through all my stuff really quick, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, like I said, you are a little tweaky today, Jay. Yeah, so how's maybe. the detox going? Uh, I thought good. You know what? It, it's uh, scary to say, but this might just be me. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm, I, I haven't really been fiending out for weed at all. Uh, I felt fucking awesome today, uh, especially after my workout. Oh, there you go. Um, there's something we can talk about. Today is day two of Jay does uh, Big Dalton's workout. I mean, it about goddamn killed me. <laughs> Actually, not so much. I enjoyed today's workout. Uh, today's workout was all uh, was mostly bench press. And then uh, actually uh, we did uh, wide grip uh, bench press, com- uh, CB bench press, which I assume is just regular bench press because that's what I did. Um, uh, and then we did uh, I also did skull crushers. Uh, I did uh, barbell. No, excuse me. Dumbbell rolls. Roll <laughs> dumbbell rows and then i also did bent over dumbbell rows uh to mixed results the, the bench press was all fine although the wide grip was a little odd um it made me feel like uh and several of these exercises made me feel like i did when i very first started working out because they're using muscles that i've never hit so like while i'm doing the bench press for most of them good but there's parts of it well i just feel a little shaky and i know that's just from the muscles that i haven't really developed uh, cause with my normal lifts, even when I'm, you know, out of shape and haven't done them for a while, those are all muscles that I've worked before. So when I do lift, uh, I might be weaker, but all the muscles are evenly weaker. Now I'm doing lifts where it's using parts, part, parts of muscles that I've never really worked out before. And I can tell, um, like with the, um, uh, let's see what, which one was it? Or like, even with the, uh, um, uh, trying to remember which lift it was uh like with the uh dumbbell uh rows the bent over ones um it's i've done uh barbell bent over rows tons uh but the dumbbells use slightly different uh, muscles and as you said which is why you had me do them that way and as i'm doing them it's like shaky in spots uh which is good i guess it's working that shit uh the only one that i really had an issue with was the um the standing uh dumbbell rows it was, I had difficulties getting them up high enough. You know, they said, watching the video, they said you should bring it up almost to your chin. And I couldn't really get them up uh, past mid chest or so. I like, I, I, I guess I'm lacking flexibility or something. And I also had to keep on reminding myself to keep my elbows out while I was doing the lift. Yeah. So that, I think that's just a, another thing with you having never done that movement. Right. Like you'll right. get better with it. But like, that's the reason I put these things in there. Because it's very obvious you've done a very limited set of lifts throughout your life, which means like you have so many stabilizing muscles that have never been touched. Right, right. I did. I, I, in my defense, most of my lifts were compound lifts, so I was smart in that way. But as you mentioned, just the two or three compound lifts that I did on the regular was not doesn't cover enough muscles. Right, and you weren't programming like correctly. You were just doing basically five by five for infinity. Right, right. Oh, it was it was three by ten when I first started off. And then, like a couple of years after that, I did five by five, and I was actually getting ready to change up when I got sick. So, um, but I, probably not enough. Well, I did. I would do a workout for six months to a year uh, before I change it up. And you obviously, you said I need to change it up way more often than that. Well, yeah, like with this, right? So, like everything's basically in a one month block. So you're gonna have a block. Sometimes you're gonna have two blocks that have the same goal there's going to be some different lists in there, some different rep ranges, that sort of thing. But like literally what I put out for you, you could do, you could just run this essentially for the rest of your life and you would never really slow down right? because you're getting these different phases. 
Right, right, right. Which makes sense. Uh, you can't do the same thing forever and ever and expect to keep on increasing. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, so how about, how about, how about your diet there, buddy? Uh, so what, what did you eat today besides the one steak and uh, the potatoes that should have been rice? <laughs> uh, and two things of corn on the cob. Uh, I had, uh, let's see, uh, oatmeal in the morning. I also had a banana in the morning and I also had a, um, um, one of those protein drinks, the insurers. Uh, let's see what else did I have today? A two jar, two cans of ravioli. Um, uh, I'll, but, to the, but in the good news department, so obviously I didn't eat like I should have, but in the good news department, my wife ran to the store today and she found meat. Yay. <laughs> um, so, um, in addition to the two steaks she picked up that we had today, she bought almost three pounds of ground round. So I should be able to uh, get by on the food a little bit better in the next couple of days. Um, yeah, it'd be and, great if you could hit like one day of actually following the meal plan. Dude, I mean, I, I I told you guys I was always going to be honest with you. I highly doubt that. I mean, if nothing else, uh, let's let's do the math. Let's see. There are 16 ounces in a pound. So you're having me basically eat three quarters of a pound every three hours. I would run out of food I'm the, with the, the beef that I bought uh, today. I'll run out tomorrow. <laughs> I can't I, I can't eat that much food. I'm going to ramp up to it. You're basically feeding me the amount of food that I would eat when I'm at my goal of like 240. And I realize you're supposed to do that, but my stomach is not that big. I have to, I have to gradually get into it. If I, if I eat all, if I eat that much food, honestly, I probably puke. So here's the deal. Like it doesn't matter if you're going to ramp up to the thing. It's just, you can't be eating all of this other just shit. Like if you're going to eat, eat the proper things. Like, even if you're not getting to the point where you're eating every three hours, you know, 12 to 14 ounces of meat, like, when you're going to eat, make sure you're getting meat, rice, veggies. Like, right, no more yes. cans of ravioli and oatmeal and shit like that. Oh, really? I thought oatmeal was fairly good for you. It's not on the meal plan, Jay. <laughs> um and i do try to eat healthy in general like well like while i was working out and uh, this morning and then i hopped in the hot tub afterwards when i got out of the hot tub i took a shower while i was in the shower my wife made waffles and so i got out, i was like no no thank you you know i don't want that uh i i don't want to eat a big plate of sugar uh, i don't like sugar for me you know sweet stuff for my meals anyways and the last thing i want to do after a good workout is you know, ruin it by eating something shitty but since i'm still having trouble getting uh stuff into the food into the house to meet with your meal plan that's when i ate uh, two cans of ravioli <laughs> yeah which is just cans of shit i know it is i know it is but when the option was waffles or ravioli i went with ravioli um the well, waffles were probably better for you really you think so no, that canned like kids' food ravioli is fucking terrible for you. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, it's a process. I, uh, like this COVID thing is making it really hard to shop for what I want. Uh, in the next day or two, all my uh, stuff for your uh, post-workout drink that you gave me is going to be here, so I'll be able to take care of that. Uh, but uh, and I think I'm going to try to see. Part of the problem is my wife doesn't want me to go to the store. She's really concerned about this COVID thing, and the delivery services suck. You can't get what you want. So I think I'm going to make her unhappy within the next day or two and actually go to the store. Um, if nothing else, I want to buy, we have rice in the house, but I'd like to buy uh, instant rice. Uh, so I'd be more uh, prompted to make it rather than, you know, the old style stuff where I want, where I could be lazy and just say, no, nah, I don't want to do that. And then I think so I'm if just you gonna... do that, make sure you're getting just normal. Like if you can white Jasmine rice, don't mm -hmm. be getting like the crazy, like instant rice that has a bunch of shit in it. Right. No, 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 no. Like the super cheesy rice. Yeah, that stuff's terrible. No, no, no. When I was when I was eating healthier, I would buy the instant uh, brown and wild rice mixes. Uh, but you, I'm gonna. But I know do know that they have uh, white rice mixes. Uh, excuse me, just regular white rice. So that's what I'll be going for. And uh, what my plan, and uh, and I'll get the chicken stock there too. So. Uh, and then, see, like I said, the vegetables are going to be hard. I guess I'll do green beans. Uh, probably canned is probably not good for you, is it? Frozen's better than canned. Frozen's better than canned. Okay. Yep. Okay. And uh, fresh is obviously best, but then next step down would be frozen, then canned. Right, right, right. Yeah, and then the the chicken stock will be easy because drinking stuff has always been easier for me than eating it. So that'll be a big uh, a big mix thing. So yeah, I, I'm. 
I can't lie. I'm not doing good on the diet thing now, but I'm making progress and I firmly intend to work my way into healthier and healthier until all I'm eating is just healthy shit. Um, so, and when I fuck up, I'll let you guys know. Oh, well, here's a good question. Stray, Stray mentioned to notice, like the better. But oh, my question. Uh, Stray mentioned something about chicken. Uh, why are we doing beef instead of chicken? I always thought chicken was way healthier. No, so you want the uh, number one. You want the fats from the beef, and it also has a different nutrient profile. You're going to get more nutrients from red meat than you get from chicken. Chicken's mm -hmm. a great just lean protein option. But it's not giving you much past that. Like it's, sure. it doesn't have the best nutrient profile other than just, it's just protein. Oh, okay. So if, if I was trying to like maintain or lose weight, that might be a, a better option. But when I'm trying to gain mass, beef's better. Right. Well, actually, okay. it's just better for you, period. Like if you were trying to, if you were trying to do like a recomp for like a bodybuilding competition or something, then yeah, you'd be eating a lot of plain chicken breast. But mm -hmm. like, you're not going to get in chicken. You're not going to get like the amount of uh, vitamin B3, B12, B6, iron, zinc, like all of those things that your body needs. Like you're not going to be getting that the same way in chicken as you would red meat. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, which is good because I prefer beef over chicken anyways. So it's, uh, you know, chicken. I went through a big chicken kick while I was trying to you know, do the yoga and be in shape that way. And God, that got boring after a while. Yeah, I like I don't mind chicken, but like if I'm going to be eating a bunch of meat, like I would rather get the most out of it I can. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, I, that makes sense. Oh, let's see what else. Oh, look at this. I just found a headline. I haven't read the article yet, so but I'm sure it's going to be interesting. Three Marines tackle subdue threatening passenger on long haul flight. <laughs> three Marines, three Marines, ah, excuse me. Three Marines who sprang into action to restrain a hostile and disruptive fellow passenger are now being recognized by their unit commanding officer for their bravery and quick thinking. The incident happened Monday on a flight from Tokyo to Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport in Texas. The three North Carolina-based Marines, all assigned a 1st Battalion 6th Marine Regiment, were Captain... Okay, I'm not going to say their names. Uh, they have been traveling back to the U.S. for various reasons uh, about halfway through a six-month unit deployment pro program uh, in Okinawa. During the flight, according to Marine Corps news release, a passenger barricaded himself inside one of the plane's bathrooms and loudly began to make what officials described as threatening comments. While watching a movie from uh, during my flight from Japan to Texas, I started to hear screaming coming from the restroom on board. Dietrich, an infantry assault section leader from Mechanicsville, Virginia, said in a statement, When I took off my headphones, I heard a man sounding very distraught and screaming from the bathroom. Uh, the Marines then moved quickly, according to re the release. While a flight attendant got the door unlocked, the three men grabbed the passenger and used flex ties to bind him. They they took him to back to a seat and stayed with him to make sure he remained restrained for the rest of the flight. I knew I had to step in when he became a danger to others than himself, uh, said Meinhardt, a mortarman from Sparta, Wisconsin. I didn't think twice about helping to restrain him through the rest of the flight. So that was interesting, huh? Um would you what what would you do in that situation if you heard someone freaking out in the bathroom? Would you take it upon yourself to make sure everything's okay and restrain them if necessary? No, probably not. No, I'd relax if it if it seemed like someone was a danger to the flight. Yes, I would jump that person and hold them down. I actually had to do that on a fucking train ride back from uh, New York City. Like, uh, goddamn. It was the so it was the Ink Master season after the one I was on. I was at the finale, mm -hmm. and on the way back, there was this just drunken asshole that missed his uh, missed his stop, and then he just starts freaking out on the engineers, like saying that they need to fucking put the train in reverse <laughs> to go back to a stop, and like he was just freaking the fuck out. So I had to go up kind of behind him, just grabbed him in a rear naked choke, and put him back to sleep. And just kind of held him there until we got to the next stop. And then the cops got on. So the entire thing ended up making me like a half hour later than I needed to be. Not fun. Right. See, so once again, help no one, trust no one. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a, a comment from a morning uh, talk show right? you'll listen to quite often. That's their motto. Help no one, trust no one. Because like you enough. said. Well, because cause there's so many examples of someone trying to help somebody out and you know, the, uh, saying no good deed goes unpunished. 
because uh, how many how often do you hear about that you know someone going oh trying to help somebody out and ends up fucking them over really bad well i mean with that it actually probably ended up making it a little bit quicker than it would have been because like i don't know who else would have dealt with that and, like if it would have escalated that probably would have been a gigantic pain in the balls yeah, I'm just uh, surprised that the passengers can reach the engineers in that situation. I've, I've never been well, to so, a subway. So the engineer is really the person walking through the cabins that like mm-hmm. just check tickets. Mm-hmm. Like it's not the engineer and the type of like the engineer of the person like navigating the train. It's just like your like hourly dipshit like counting tickets. Oh, okay. so you're just trying to do him a solid then because obviously this guy wasn't affecting the where the train was going. No, yeah, that person had no power over anything, and I didn't really want to see some drunken asshole just attack some train worker, and then we all have to, like, give statements. Fuck that. <laughs> see, so it was still selfish. There you go. My my faith in life has been restored. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't do nice things just out of the kindness of my heart. <laughs> right on right on right on all right well crap i'm i'm at the moment just scrolling through yahoo news trying to pick out topics to talk about you got anything you want to talk about before i uh, pick out the next thing well the thing that we have to talk about so we have the fight companion coming up and we still need oh, yeah. to do fight picks oh yeah so somebody That's was right. asking within a thread like when we should do it i said maybe wednesday like is everybody cool with doing it here wednesday or do we want to do it in the thread on the site like how are we going to do this shit I think we should probably do both. Um, we will throw it up on the on our our thread on the OG for people to put their picks in, and then we'll hopefully our normal callers will actually call in with their picks, and then and as well as putting it on the website because that way, if it's on the site, it's easy for us all to access and, and check on it. But I'm really hoping that uh, tomorrow we have our regulars call in and we can talk about our picks and such. Right, yeah, if nothing else, so like the two of us can definitely go through our picks tomorrow. And then anybody that wants to call in can do them as well. But yeah, if you want to put that up in the thread, everybody can do that as well. Mm-hmm. Now, for anybody who's interested, I stopped doing it for a while because uh, most of the people in my league lost interest and it was no fun competing with myself. Uh, but there is a website called MMA Playground uh, that does fight picks. They do it in two, in two ways. Uh, they have uh, fight picks for the fights. And and they actually divide it up into a season. Uh, each season's like ten events, and uh, at the beginning of the season, uh, everyone has zero points and a thousand dollars in fake money, and it goes in two sections. You have the fight picks, uh, and and that and that works out pretty well. They have you pick who you think's going to win, how you think they're going to win, and what round you think they're going to win. And I think you get like five points for. Um, picking who's going to win correctly uh three points for picking uh how they're going to win and two points for what what round for so you can get 10 points if you do it perfectly um and that's part one thing and then and then they do that over 10 events and at the end of the 10th event whoever has the most points is obviously who wins uh the betting game is completely separate they give you a thousand dollars to start um and that's it. <laughs> and they and they have fight odds. Their their odds are normally pretty much the same as uh, national odds. Although every once in a while you will catch an odd one. That's how I normally make money. Uh, and they and they will give you a little bit of money for your correct predictions. So like on an average event, you might get an extra bonus, one hundred and forty to two hundred dollars, depending uh, to add to your bet money um, if you did well in your predictions. That way, if you like fucking tank out your first event on bets and lose all your money uh, two or three events in you might have enough money to start making some bets again um my best season i think i turned a thousand dollars in fake money until about into three hundred and eighty thousand dollars in fake money by the end of the 10th event so i that was a good season for me look at you mastering that fake gambling yeah yeah that's i tell people that if i lived in vegas i'd probably be uh fucking homeless because i never think about the times where i do poorly i just remember all the times that i you know hit a big bet and things like that but i tend to do well uh, i i always end up with more money than i ended with um because i'm more willing to make uh riskier bets when it's not my money <laughs> uh which is interesting do you ever have you ever done mma betting yeah i've actually like live bet on fights oh okay so you obviously understand how the odds work and things like that I do almost primarily parlay bets. Um, as yeah, I, I don't fucking before, touch those. Oh, you see, I, I, for me, betting $100 to win $100 does not seem like 
good math. You know, I don't want to risk my $100 just to get another $100. I would risk my $100 to win $6,000, though. Um, <coughs> excuse me. But your so odds of I, winning are ridiculously smaller trying to get that $6,000. Yes, they are. But if you pick it right, um, it's entirely possible. Normally, what I do is a, a two-person parlay. The three ones are, are a little bit too iffy. But a two-person parlay is pretty easy. Uh, and it's normally a, I pick someone who's uh, that I know is going to win and someone who I th- an underdog that I'm pretty sure is going to win. As an aside, Roxanne Matafari has made me a fuckload of, of fake money over the years because she is always the underdog by ridiculous odds, like 200 under, 300 under, 400 under, to the point where if you bet $100 on every single one of her fights, despite the fact that you know, she's, she tends to like win two and then lose one, her record, well, she's got a good record since she's been in the UFC, but it's still kind of spotty. You'd still have made a ton of money off of her because when she wins, it's a, it's a fucking you know, jackpot. Yeah, I think uh, I think we've heard this story before. <laughs> Probably. Um, I only have so many stories, um, but yeah, for me that for me that works out pretty well. Uh, and it'd be fun if we could probably if we could get some of our uh, regular callers together and start up a new league. Uh, the the UG actually had a league for a while, but uh, pretty much everyone stopped playing. Uh, so it, it depends. It might be something fun to do. Yeah, I mean it'd be somewhat, but I think most people get more of a thrill from actually you know putting real money out there. Well, yeah, too, but not everybody has an uh, opportunity. Um, until recently, I didn't. Um, one second, I got a burp. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Wow. Mm, beefy. Uh, Michigan just now uh, started sports books. Ironically, uh, they were supposed to open right around the time that the, all the casinos closed. So, so we haven't actually seen uh, sports betting here in Detroit, but it is available now. Well, there's also this thing called the internet. Yeah, I don't trust the internet for stuff like that. You can't, uh, uh, since they would be out of uh, state uh, betting, I don't, you know, out of the United States betting, I assume I wouldn't really want to do it. I've bet many, many times, never had an issue. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. And once again, I'm not a huge on betting anyways. I enjoy I enjoy uh, betting with fake money because then I get to feel smart when I win. But I'm not much on gambling in general. Um but uh, but the fight pick part is fun as well, because uh, then you get to show your knowledge uh, over your fellow uh, fight pickers. <laughs> yeah, I think really the knowledge comes more into when you're actually putting money on it, because as you said before there, like with the fake money, you're far more apt to make the dumb decision that magically just comes true at some point, as right, opposed right. to putting real thought into it. Well, it is. No, that's not fair because I do put a lot of thought into it. And I, like I said, I've done well. It's, and it's not, and I don't do just long shot parlays. I do uh, parlays where both, sometimes I do parlays where both people are supposed to win because you'll get a little bit more money that way. Um, it'd be, it would be interesting to have us compete on that. Uh, but yeah, but you are right. A lot of, since it's not my money, my technique is different. I'm willing to lose two or three times to hit the big time uh, later on because I know the odds will eventually swing to my favor. If it was really mo- real money, I wouldn't want to lose $300 two or three times in a row before I hit one. Yeah, it makes sense, I guess. Yeah, So, but yeah, you're correct. All right, uh, let's see. We got about uh, 12, 13 minutes left. We got uh, time for at least one more topic. Do you got anything you want to talk about before we get out of here or you want me to find something on the old news sites? Well, goddamn, pal, we can just, you know, shoot the shit like, you know, proper Canadians in here. <laughs> eh? <laughs> so, um, did you see, I think it was, what, UFC 50, uh, 251 got canceled? Or at least pushed back? Really? I thought they were just going to, like, start doing them uh, all in Florida now. Because um, I knew their next three events were in Florida, uh, but I didn't realize that uh, that didn't include uh, 251. Have they decided to put it uh, someplace else, or are they just kind of cancel it for now? I don't know what that one, like, yeah, I don't know what's going on with that one. Um, but like that one's, when the hell, that was 251 is like June or July, right? God, I don't know. Let me look. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Yeah. So that's going to the website that I was telling you about because they list all, all the different uh, things. Yeah, oh, I was trying see. to find like where where they said that, but yeah, it was a, it was another one that they just kind of randomly canceled. And it's not like it's like we have two forty nine coming up, and I don't think it was two fifty, so it's weird that they 
cancel the one that's like two off from now, but not the one in between. Weird. See, I can't even find all the inf- information on it. This one is showing the uh, UFC 249, then UFC night fight night. It's also in Jacksonville. And then, uh, um, UFC 251 that was supposed to be in Australia. Uh, but I know for a fact that they said that there's three different uh, events, uh, coming up. So I guess I'm looking at the wrong spot for it. Yeah. I have no idea. It, it, it almost kind of seems like they blew their wad with 249. Like yeah. that fight night doesn't look that good. Oh, I, I haven't even looked at it yet. Uh, let's see. Is that the uh, UFC Smith versus Texera? Well, I'm sure I can't say his name. Teixeira. Right. Teixeira. Uh, I was closer than I thought I was going to be. Oh, well, let me look. Uh, we haven't really talked about that fight at all, have we? Oh, wow. <laughs> this shows all everything canceled right now. <laughs> canceled, 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 canceled. So I don't even know if that's what's going on for the next fight. I, uh, you know, if someone asked me what was happening after 249, I can't even tell them now. I thought I saw three, uh, three events in Florida, 249 and two after that. Uh, yeah, there is definitely I, a fight night, and it, it is Teixeira. Um, I don't remember who he's fighting. It might be Smith, but it might have been someone else. It, it, was, um, it was supposed to be uh, Anthony Smith at first, uh, but God, who knows? I wonder where he can even Yeah, I don't remember if that was stuff. if it ended up being someone else or not, but... Yeah, so that's coming up. Uh, no, the homeowner did say, yeah, it is. It is Anthony Smith. Um, so well, actually, you know kind of going back to 249. Yeah. Like, you ever notice this? So, like, if you think about just really weird, eccentric, like, kind of fucked up in the head dudes, like, why are they generally the most successful in sports? It's like, hmm. look at the UFC, right? So, like, you have Tony Ferguson. He is a fucking nut job. You have John Jones out, you know, doing seven gram rocks on strippers' asses and crashing into phone poles. Like, what's the deal? You know what? I think a lot of it is the mindset needed to uh, to be where they are. Uh, I don't think a normal person could push themselves uh, to the point that those guys push themselves. Uh, like Tony Ferguson, like you said, he is certifiably fucking nutty, but he he. It, his nuttiness motivates him so much uh, and pushes him so much that it, in his case, it might even be an advantage. Um, well, and on is, the same card, right? Like same thing applies to Henry Cejudo. Like he's a weird little fucker. Yeah, I think a lot. Well, I think a lot of his stuff is just acting. You know, like. Uh, well, he's also a very cringeworthy individual. Like it's. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he may be trying to put on an act, but like it's coming from a really weird little dude place. Yeah, 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 and there's lots of people like that. Um, and even Dominic Cruz, his opponent, like Dominic Cruz, is is kind of a a weirder dude. Not even kind of, he just is. I'll be honest, I've never been a huge Dominic Cruz fan. Uh, back in the day when the uh, with his rivalry with Uriah Faber, I was a Faber fan. You know, he Faber seemed like a good dude. Uh, I mean, obviously he's very broy, but he seemed like a good dude. While Cruz always seemed really arrogant and cocky. You know. You know, I think that's part of I think that's part of his awkwardness, though. Yeah, like I just don't think Dominic Cruz is a guy that like really understands like any sort of social norm, and you can kind of see it, right? Like if you hear like uh, even some interviews with a guy, like anything outside of commentary, mm-hmm. like he's just an odd fella. He is good at commentary. I'll give him that. Absolutely, yes, he is very good at commentary. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's lots of people like that. There's, I mean, the, the list goes on and on and on. Look at Mayhem Miller. Uh, dude, that obviously a good fighter, uh, but fucking just mental issue after mental issue. And he's the type of, he's got one of those personalities where I root for him. Uh, obviously, he's a little on the nutty side, but he always seems sociable nutty. So I, I want him to do well. Um, he, well, and and I'm really glad he seemed to have hooked up with uh, Adam Hunter and he's doing his podcast with him now. Well, I think part of it with mayhem, like I, I think there are like actual mental issues there. So I won't, won't go too hard on him. Right. As opposed to like, you know, the cringy issues of, of Sejudo. Yeah. yeah. Even like kind of the crazy of uh, Tony Ferguson. Like I think mayhem developed more of like legit mental issue. Yeah. And not just being a super eccentric, fucked up dude. Right. There are, as they say, there are levels to this. And yeah, and I think uh, he probably had a lot more severe issues than, uh, you know, than the other two people that we mentioned. Speaking of Tony, man, 
for the most part, I love the Ultimate Fighter show. Excuse me. I stopped watching it once I once I got rid of cable, so I didn't. And I, while I liked it, I didn't like it enough to try to sh- uh, track it down on the internet. However, I did catch that clip with with Tony fucking up, and uh, I had watched parts of that season, and I actually liked Tony. I thought he was a good dude until he got drunk that night. <laughs> and uh, I don't. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that scene from The Ultimate Fighter. No, I'm not. I remember that. That was the Lesnar season, wasn't it? No, 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 I don't think so. Well, maybe. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Basically, what happened was everybody at the house got drunk, and they were all fucking around. And at one point, one dude ran over and like poured some water on Tony's uh, head. And Tony freaked out. It went from fun time to Tony trying trying to kill this guy. And, and while they're while they're holding Tony back, Tony starts shouting, where's your son at, motherfucker? Where's your son? I guess this other fighter had had his son taken away from him. You know, he lost custody of him for some some this thing or another. And he'd, and he'd spoken several times about how broken up he was and how much it hurt him and this, that, and the other. So when Tony got drunk and Tony got... Tony got mean. Yeah, I mean, he basically said the very meanest thing he could possibly say to this dude. Where's your son, motherfucker? Huh? Where's your son? I was like, damn, dude. He just poured a little water on you, dude. It was all jokey two seconds ago. And it's not like Tony was sitting there, you know, mean mugging everybody. He was having a good time, too. But something triggered him, and that was the end of that. Well, yeah, he is legit not all there. So, yeah, not yeah. Not necessarily that, surprised. And I... I reg- I wish I hadn't seen that scene. I liked watching Tony fight quite a bit. He's one of, uh, stylistically speaking, he might be my favorite fighter right now. But knowing that you know that he has that that he that he was that shitty, I, you know, I it's not fair to judge somebody from one incident. Uh, but it has colored my perception of Mike. I can't lie. Well, I mean that that happens. But like you got to be able to separate it, right? Like he can still be a great fighter. It's like John Jones. John Jones is an absolute piece of shit as a mm-hmm. human. Mm-hmm. Great fucking fighter, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or 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 going back a little bit, Josh Koscheck. I always it always annoyed me that he thought it was okay to be an asshole because he he admitted to being an asshole. You know, I'm an asshole. I you know, I I don't I freely admit it. And I was like, that doesn't make it okay. <laughs> and, but part of his, I am sure part of his was more acting than anything else. I, he, I think he thought being the heel would uh, be better for his career. Or maybe not. Maybe he is just an asshole. Yeah, I don't know everything I've heard. He was definitely pretty douchey. So. Oh, no. Your, uh, your audio is going right at the end of the show. Do you want to log out and log in so we can finish this up? Or do you just want to wrap it up, sir? I'll log out. Be right back. <laughs> we can't make it a show. We made it almost. We almost made it to the end of the show without his uh, audio crapping out on him. It's uh, it's always near the end of the show. I think he's right about having something with a memory leak on his computer, so it gradually goes, and eventually we just have shitty audio. But it's okay. You know, we're working on it. It's a work in progress. Um, while he's gone, I'm going to tell you guys that I'm really glad you showed up today. Uh, you guys are my audience, and I couldn't get anywhere without you. I appreciate you guys. We're going to be back tomorrow uh, at 6 o'clock. Hopefully, we'll have more topics. I apologize that uh, we kind of had to wing it after a while. I thought I was going to have more stuff to talk about. (laughs) Uh, Tomorrow, we will be doing our uh, picks, so tune in for that. We'll be saying who we think we're going to win. Feel free to call in about that as well. And uh, for you guys that are on the OG, uh, please uh, go on to our thread there and put your picks in so we have it all on record, and it'll be a good time. And honestly, I'm looking forward to doing the fight companion this Saturday quite a bit uh, more than I thought I would. It's going to be awesome to have uh, an entire show where we know exactly what we're talking about the entire time. <laughs> You're goddamn right. Goddamn right it is. Do you have anything you want to tell us, Ryan, before we get the fuck out of here? Uh, let's see. Um, tomorrow, fucking eat real food, and that includes beef and rice and vegetables mm-hmm. because you now have those things. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Oh, and I also want to mention our theme song is uh, contest is still going on. We've got a lot of awesome entries. Uh, I have a couple personal favorites myself, uh, but we still have another week or two. And I, if nothing else, I know there's uh, several more people that are working on songs, so we're not going to cut it off yet. Uh, so if you've put in a song so far, thank you very much. I have your song. It's fucking great. And uh, hopefully, I, actually, I think at one point we're going to put them all in one spot. So even the people that don't win get will at least get some exposure for their stuff. Fair enough. I did not know about these plans, but I, I support them. 
All right. All right. Well, that's it, guys. We'll see you tomorrow at six o'clock. Uh, this has been the Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. Say bye, Ryan. Fuck all y'all. There it is.